0: Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta.
1: All right. Welcome to the program. Uh, This is Solutions from the Huddle. I am your host, Titus Bartolotta. I'm excited that you have tuned in. There's only about maybe two or 3,000 other things you could be doing, and I'm
0: so glad you're here with
1: us. Uh, However, I am not here alone. I'm sitting with my co-host, the wonderful, amazing Chris Allison. How are you, sir?
0: I'm doing well. Trying to make you jealous with a little sweater vest today. How am I doing with that? You're you're
1: hurting my feelings (laughs) is what you're doing. So anybody that knows me knows that I'm a sucker. I I have about a million sweater vests. I love it. That's my look. And so I come in this morning... And you're probably the best sweater-dressed
0: person in the history of the world. So the reality is, so this purple shirt that's under the blue, and the blue and purple don't necessarily ever go together, but it's uh, kind of working. It's um, working, yeah. my friend. It's but, working. Um, but the purple shirt, I noticed like three stains on it. So that's why I had to get the,
1: <laughs> I had to get the sweater <laughs> yeah. vest. Okay, so the sweater vest. So that's the reality
0: out. of what's going on here. Got you out of a jam. Yes. <laughs> and it might be jam exactly. on the shirt.
1: Okay. <laughs> Listen, guys, we start the show the same way every time, uh, and that's in prayer. We ask that you'll join us. Uh, If you're driving, just make sure you keep your eyes on the road. Here we go. Lord, we thank you for this day, this show. We ask that you bless all aspects of it, our guests, our our sponsors, just everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Amen. All right, uh, Chris, we've got a really fantastic solution from today's huddle. So we're talking to business owners. We're talking to professional people every day. These are the folks that tune in. And so there's a problem out there that people struggle with, especially small business owners. Uh, And really, that is how to connect all the different aspects of your online presence. You know, how to use the Internet to improve your effectiveness and efficiency. People are constantly asking me these questions. How do I get found SEO, websites, Google, Facebook? There's so much to, to talk about out there. So we brought a specialist on the show. Um, I want to introduce the person that's really going to teach our listeners today. His name is Matt Swanson. He's the owner and lead technology specialist with MS Digital Solutions. It's a digital marketing agency intent on helping small businesses take full advantage of their online presence by helping them define the role the Internet can play in their business and connecting systems and people with processes that make sense. Uh, He's married to his wife for almost 18 years. That's Jennifer. Jennifer. And he's got one son. That's Ryan. He's consistently and constantly surrounded by two cats and a dog. It is a full house (laughs) at the uh, at the at the Swanson place. But do me a favor. Welcome our guest, Matt Swanson. How are you, my friend? Doing great, Titus. Thank you. Thanks for being here, Um, Matt. Real quick, tell folks a little bit before I. I mean, I've got so many questions, but before we get started, tell us just a little bit about you, who you are. Uh, what, what your business is all about at MS Digital Solutions.
2: Well, MS Digital Solutions is just about helping businesses engage their customers online, uh, whether it's uh, their website, whether it's their email, social media, any number of other different uh, little digital silos that are out there. If a business has been around for more than you know a couple of years, they probably have a little uh, social media account over there and they got a website over there and they got some long lost email list from a previous uh, point of sale system. You know, how do we make all those things connect and work together? And that's what I do.
1: Man, that's awesome. Um, how important, real quick before I ask Matt a question, Chris, mm-hmm. that's gotta be important even for a brand like ESPN. I mean, there's so much stuff out there mm-hmm. and even here at the station, I mean, getting found... Having people have clickable ways to 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 be effective in one's business is a big yeah. deal.
0: Yeah, look, I, you know, it's it affects every aspect of business. No matter what you are, you know, no matter what you're involved in, your online presence is everything. Um, it was kind of interesting for me, even growing up in radio. Matt, um, I worked for a company in a small town, forty thousand people, and our owner, we we had a local owner, and he was dead set on um, the internet being the way that we instantly got news out to our listeners. So um, people that – so we we developed a website. We had five news reporters locally. If there was a, a wildfire or a wreck or whatever, we were on site just like newspaper reporters would be. We would have pictures, we would have audio, and we would have the story up on the website immediately. And Matt, this goes back to 1999, 2000. Yeah. So I, I kind of felt like we were a little bit on the forefront yeah. of that development, even uh, you know, even a small town in central Kansas.
2: Yeah, I, uh, before I went off on my own, I spent about 16 years working in the newspaper industry, mm-hmm. being that guy that went around to those small town community newspapers, mm-hmm. convincing 60 and 70 year old editors to embrace the, the, uh, the internet. internet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was a challenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're only slightly set in right. ways. Yeah. Just a little.
1: All right, but here's the deal though, Matt. I mean, when we talk about online presence, you're not just talking about websites, right? I mean, it, there's, there's more to an online presence. Is that right? Absolutely.
2: Uh, your online presence is any way that you want to engage your customers online, any way they can find you, any way they can see you, any way that they can reach out and communicate with you. So we're talking social media, website, email, um, all the different little listings that are out there from your for your business on the yellow pages, uh, the reviews that are out there about your business. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, everything there fuels the perception that people have about your business, mm. the how they find you through, uh, as you had mentioned earlier, search engine optimization. Yeah, uh, it all plays together, uh, sure. and so that's what builds your presence. Um, and how how they find you uh, that tells tells them about you. It's yeah. your story. Sure. So it's your brand, and making sure that that's consistent and told the way that you want it to, as opposed to the way the internet wants to tell your story. Yeah, is really important. You know, I think it's interesting because I
1: think about the way um, towns and cities kind of develop infrastructure, right? So think about it this way. Uh, Hey, we want to build, we want to develop an undeveloped piece of land and we want to put a restaurant there. So if you put the restaurant in the middle of this 10 mile undeveloped area, but then there's like no roads to get there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) nobody shows up to the restaurant. And so it sounds like what you're talking about is where maybe the websites, of the restaurant, like if there's not paths and an infrastructure and, and maybe road signs and ways to get you to show up to that
2: restaurant. You're not eating dinner there. Now, <laughs> uh, think of the uh, internet as a giant map. Okay. And so everything that you do online is putting that little pin that says you are here <laughs> on that map. Uh, you know, so you're, the biggest uh, misquoted movie quote of all times is if you uh, build it, they will come. Feel the dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we all know that quote, we've all heard it. But it really was, if you build it, he will come. One person, (laughs) his dad. (laughs) And so if you build it and you don't tell anybody about it, guess who the only person that's going to come there is? Mm -hmm. You. Yeah. No, that makes
1: all the (laughs) sense in the world. Um, Okay, but here's the deal. I know business owners are busy. And building infrastructure takes an entire team, right? The town doesn't just say, uh, hey, Fred, (laughs) figure it out all by yourself. Mm So here's the question. Social media requires a lot of time. Uh, building websites requires technical knowledge. How does a business with limited resources in, in time and, and money and knowledge, how do they take on these tasks so they can execute that in an effective way?
2: The best thing is you always identify the areas that you have your core competencies in, whether it's creating content, whether it is just coming up with a strategy, whatever part of that is what you're comfortable with, You do that, but then you just have to be comfortable in letting go of the rest and finding a way to surround yourself, whether that's employees or uh, vendors, uh, businesses that you work with in a consultancy, Um, bring together a team that can take care of the rest. That's really, that's really the key. Find the team that can help you be successful.
1: Yeah. Chris, aren't we talking about this all the time where, you know, going it alone may sound macho and, Mm -hmm. but it's just so overwhelmed with pride and ignorance I mean it takes a team it takes a
0: village right right no and uh, this is a, a great example of that you know we've had a lot of different business owners throughout the last six months or so on this show and it always comes to that right mm-hmm. is um, you know I've started a business a business myself my wife and I did and this is you know that you we certainly would not have been as successful as we were and we weren't greatly successful but but we we did well with uh, with a startup business and you know what, we wouldn't, it took a, it took a team, Sure, we had to reach out to Matt or someone like Matt to help us um, help us with these strategies, help us develop websites and, and branding and and so forth. It's very, very important.
1: I, you know, I I watch plumbers all the time do their own website or their own social media or their own SEO. And I'm like, you went to school, you trained, you got certified at plumbing. What are you doing? Like you would get mad if, if, if someone had a clog at home, and you were like, "Hey, I can send one of my texts over," and they were like, "Nope, I'll fix this myself." <laughs> it's the same thing, right, Matt? I mean, Absolutely. you're talking about getting professional people in so that this this daunting task maybe isn't so quite daunting.
2: Yeah, there's. Uh, if if they went to school, they got their their plumber's certification. They got. They probably did not take a whole lot of uh, website building classes. Sure, yeah, uh, they probably didn't spend a lot of time how to write really good headlines for social yeah. media posts. So and Matt,
1: if I'm hiring them to take care of that clog, I'm hoping they didn't take website development <laughs> classes. Like, right. I want them to know what they're doing when it comes to that sink.
2: Yeah, they want you. You want them to know the chemistry that dissolves that clog and yeah. keeps it from ever coming back.
1: That's exactly right. Okay, but but okay. So here's the other dilemma, right? Online, anything online, it changes. It's so constantly changing. It's never, ever the same. New technologies create new opportunities. Uh, Technology like Google, like Facebook, they make changes uh, that impact businesses in a big, big way. It changes how they do business. So how can they be expected uh, to stay up to date on all of this? How can business owners expect to always know what's happening next when Google and Facebook and, and everybody just every Monday has an update changes the game. How can we like be consistently aware of what's happening
2: bluntly? They can't, there's no way it's hard enough for people to do this professionally to keep up with all these changes that are going on. And uh, you know, I I've got different resources out there, blogs that I follow uh, websites that are always out there. I I love a place called search engine land on, uh, on the internet. It gives a, a great, Kind of, here's what's going on in search uh, these days for anybody that's trying to keep up on SEO. It's a great resource, and there's no reason that any non internet professional will ever go there. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, no business owner should ever be there. Yeah. There's just a better use of their time. Yeah. Um, but so there's all these resources out there, but frankly, there's no way they can keep up. They sure. have a hard enough keep time keeping up with their business. I was talking to a lawyer the other day and I commented to them that quite frankly, they've forgotten more about the law than I will ever know.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: And so, you know, I'd take a kind of the same look at that on the internet side. I know what's going on. There's my job to stay up to date on that so that I can help give advice. So we come back to the answer to that question is really that team that you surround yourself with. Sure you have to trust that they know what's going on and that they are able to find those resources to keep themselves up to date um, yeah. so that they can advise you you know they give you the information so you can make a decision but they're not make you know they don't necessarily make the decision for you but they give you the information so you're making a well-informed decision about where do i put my time my energy yeah. my resources of this business in impact having the best impact on my digital presence Matt, you know,
1: I know a bit more about your bio than we read to get started here. I know you're the marketing uh, chair for nonprofits like the Lotta Foundation. I know you're the marketing and technology chair for uh, local companies like Business Leaders Unleashed. And I know that you're the the marketing and tech guy for lots and lots of other companies. Uh, but, but here's the truth. There's a lot of folks that don't already know you. And maybe they don't already know a person like you. And so how... When a business owner is sitting there thinking, when you choose a vendor for online services, or, or let's be honest with any service, how does someone with limited technical knowledge figure out who's for real? Like, if I didn't already know all the great things you're doing, Matt, and I didn't know the technical questions to ask you, because it's not like hiring just someone in my business, right, Chris? I mean, when you're hiring someone to work in your business, you already know all that stuff, so you know what questions. But I'm asking you to work for me in an area that I'm completely ignorant in, perhaps right as a business owner, (laughs) I don't the reason I'm hiring you is because I don't know anything about this stuff. So how do I even vet you? How do I know you're for real? How can a business owner do that the next time they're sitting down with a marketing and tech person?
2: The gut is very important on all of this. And there's a certain level of gut, the gut. Okay. (laughs) There's a certain level term. Very much (laughs) so. Um, but you, we all know that we get this kind of a feeling when we're talking to somebody, yeah. and it really comes down to the concepts of know, like, and trust. Okay, uh, the good old KLT. Do you know, like, and trust this person? And you'll find with technical things, the people that are going to put out their big promises and big, uh, hey, you're going to be, you're going to bring you right to number one on the. It sounds wonderful <laughs> that somebody can promise to bring you to number one on the search engines. But I can tell you that they can't, they can't promise that they can do everything in their power to do all of the best practices Mm -hmm. to put you in the best position, to have the most likelihood of going to the top, Mm -hmm. but they're controlling your website. They're not controlling your competitors. They're not controlling the other things that influence your position in SEO. So I'm always very careful and mindful of people that make big promises. Mm -hmm. So... People that are straightforward with you about here's what I'm going to do, here's how we're going to do it, and here's why, but aren't putting a lot, blowing a lot of smoke about all of the things that they're going to do, they're often the best choices. So people that are setting
1: expectations that are reasonable. Yes. Okay. All right. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. Um, We're sitting here with the wonderful Matt Swanson. He's teaching some great things. I hope you're taking some great notes right here on Solutions from the Huddle on ESPN Charlotte.
0: Is your internet and network slowing your business down? Call the team at Postmodern Communications. They offer affordable network support and phone solutions for your business. Postmodern Communications is your solutions partner. Call them at 704-237-3931.
1: Hi, Titus Bartolotta here from Collaborative Solutions Group, inviting you to join our program that focuses on personal development and business growth. Eight topics from leadership, communication, mindset, sales, and more. Get the details by visiting team-csg.com. Limited space, visit team-csg.com. All right, and we're back. This is Solutions from the Huddle. I am your host, Titus Bartolotta. Our show is powered by Collaborative Solutions Group, but we've got several really fantastic sponsors. We appreciate each and every one of them. And the reason the show sounds so darn good is because we're talking on the post-modern communications microphones. We love it. Um, We're back with Matt Swanson. Chris, I think you had a question you wanted to ask. Yeah, I'm
0: just curious, man. I mean, when it comes to, you know, Internet and website development and and, um, everything that you're doing for, for local and small businesses, what got you into this?
2: Well, I built my first website back in 1998, little baby of an internet compared to the beast <laughs> that's out there today. I was working for an uh, economic development corporation in a small town in the middle of nowhere, Michigan, where I, where I grew up. And you know, I was the marketing director, and they said, hey, we want to be able to put all of the different properties that we have up online. We started to see real estate companies starting to put some stuff out there. We're starting to see... Uh, car dealership starting to put information out there about the car about cars and this is in 1998 so I'm like how do we do this well okay I guess I can figure out and learn how to build a website <laughs> so I kind of self-taught and uh, started down that process uh, learned a lot it was a great teaching moment uh, you, know, you talk about teachable moments I'm a parent and I fully believe in those. Uh, that was one of those <laughs> spots where I got to teach myself a lot of really neat things. Um, I've always been interested in technology. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of goes all the way back to even younger when I had a, a babysitter who, would, who was a, a programmer. He would literally come over and program Centipede and Pac-Man and other games while we're sitting there on the PC wow. Junior and then we'd play it. So that was what kind of taught me, wow. this is what you can do with technology yeah. and isn't that kind of cool?
0: We were talking earlier about Google. And man, when I do, when I run into business uh, owners um, and we're talking about, you know, different marketing strategies and and including radio and so forth, oftentimes if there's, I'll I'll find pain in Google, meaning I used to be on page one or two of Google and now I'm on page nine or 10. And so I know that's important when, when people are um, doing consultations with you, but what, if you could just give one piece of advice to a small business owner and their website to help keep them relevant when it comes to search engines? What, what would that advice be? Content. Keep it up to date. Don't, uh,
2: don't let your site become a stagnant flyer on the web that's been the same thing for the last three months. We train Google what is important and when to check on our site. Mm-hmm. So when you first put up a website, they go, hey, look, there's a site. I'll come back and see if anything's going to change. Mm-hmm. Come back the next day. It looks, oh, nope, still the same comes back another day, then it decides, nah, I don't have to check quite so often. So it comes back in a week, and it comes back in a month, and it comes back in six months, and still things are still the same, and it's kind of like, wow, do I really need to keep checking on this site? <laughs> is it relevant? Are they really out there? So mm-hmm. it's actually important. Swap out a headline or two, change out a photo, mm-hmm. something that tells Google something has changed on this, because in their minds, mm-hmm. fresh is more relevant, and that's a big part of SEO right so
1: I feel like you're in my head Matt cuz I'm over here thinking to myself um, I keep hearing that websites are more than you you said like a static brochure so I know that when some small startups happen they go I gotta have a website and the websites basically like their business card on a on a screen right I mean it's their name and their company a phone number and email address and and that's about it but websites can be a whole lot more right it, Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I hear about it, I see, and I know that with my website, I have it do a lot more things for me, but then I run across folks that literally have a business card as a website. What can websites really do for us other than just tell you how to call me?
2: Well, back in the day, in 1998, when we first built websites, yeah, they were a static card. You were, you were literally building a HTML page that would sit there on a server, and that was all it would display. Um, but nowadays, you know, it's everything's database driven, so it's so much more dynamic and has the Ooh. capability of doing so much more. Uh, the there's a lot of different things out there that businesses, even small businesses, are starting to work with. We see um, hair salons starting to put uh, reservation, you know, allowing people to make their reservations online. Uh, they can even pay right through that reservation. And if somebody skips a uh, skips out on a reservation, there's ways you can set it up to charge right then. Like, oh, I'm sorry, we <laughs> reserved the spot for you, but uh, you know what? There's a fee for breaking a, a reservation because we could Ooh. have had somebody else in this chair. Uh, you know, there's an opportunity cost to making a reservation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's ways to kind of engage people that way and start creating that relationship before they walk through the door or before they have that phone call. You know, it used to be that they had to make the phone call or they had to. Remember to do the reservation as they were walking out the door from the previous one. Mm. But this allows people to really work with their schedule and, hey, I've got an opportunity here. Reach sure. out onto their phone and uh, poke that spot and say, I want that time. Yeah. Um,
1: I know on my website, I've got a, a an ad, I guess is the word to call it. But when you're on the website and you're looking through the different services and products that I offer clients, um, uh, something can pop up. And it can kind of let you know about maybe a current offer or or a certain program that we're offering. How often do people take advantage of that? Because I go to websites, and I don't see anything come at me. You know, I don't see anything engage me. Um, And maybe they've got something going on. You know, Chris, you're in radio, obviously. When you don't kind of jump out and tell folks what the call to action is, Mm -hmm. they don't take action. And I go to a lot of sites, Matt, and I don't see anything that goes, here's this new product or here's this new service or, gosh, here's how we can do business. Is that true? Do you see that as well?
2: So the the pop up notice kind of thing, what you're talking about Ooh. there, is a double edged sword because there it's very attention getting. It's also very annoying for some yeah. viewers that come on there. And yeah, I've seen that. Last time I was here, you know, <laughs> go away. Uh, yeah. And so it's there's really, got to be some intentionality behind it, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you got to plan it out what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, how often, uh, to whom. You got to think through all of that. And you'll have to, get, have to make it easy for it to go away if you're going to use a pop-up notice. But there's a lot of different uh, functionalities, even beyond the pop-up notice. Like I was talking with a, a church the other day. We were talking through some of the things that they could do. You know, in addition to being the kind of the shopping cart for all of their giving, you know, they're wanting to use their website to um, book all of their, uh, their classes for different uh, groups, for different, uh, their preschool, things like that. And they had uh, they wanted to set up where their parishioners could come in and schedule rooms, you know, and, and basically become a venue management system for all the different little classrooms and mm. other places that are in the church. Because these days a church is so much more than just the place of worship that it was sure. back when I was growing up. Lots of I, programs
1: right. and things happening. Yeah,
2: they're much more part of the daily lives of of. The their parishioners and there's ways to use technology to bring that same thought into a business and say, how do I become more part of your daily lives?
1: How'd you, how'd you learn about all this, Matt? I mean, I know you said you tinkered with technology and you got excited, but you're going into marketing now and you're going in, you're talking about things that are really engaging and intuitive. Where does one learn that? That's not you don't just wake up like on Monday morning and you're having these thoughts and these questions that inspire these solutions you're coming up with.
2: So my background in college, I I was a economics uh, major with a marketing degree, but I, I took all of the classes very purposefully from a marketing standpoint. I was looking at a lot of psychology and sociology, trying to dig into the minds of people starting to figure out why do these things work the way they do? Uh, You just learn to ask questions. It uh, makes, makes for a very questioning kind of mind. And You go out and you start having these experiences with, uh, worked in an ad agency. I worked in the news industry for quite a long time. In the newspaper industry, I was working on kind of both sides with selling ads, but also creating digital services for small businesses. And that's where I started asking them, hey, in a perfect world, what would you be able to do? And that really is the first question that people have to think of. Uh, Because now technology has advanced to the point where if somebody asks, hey, can we do this? The answer is probably yes. It's just a question of figuring out how and is it worth it? Um, Or is it the right thing to do? Should we do it this way or that way? Um,
1: Let's say you're just getting started and your mindset in your business. When I say just getting started, I mean you quit your job on Friday right? You, you start a new business on Monday. You're so excited. You started your free business Facebook page. You got your Vista print business cards. Um, and there's lots of better options for business cards out there, by the way, but you, uh, (laughs) you, you do that. And, and now you're step one, step two, step two, or step three, step four. So what are the first, maybe three or four pieces of advice that you give businesses that are just getting started as it pertains to their online presence. Maybe they're not at the level where they can take advantage of all the services that you provide at MS Digital Solutions. Maybe they don't even have the content, the blogs, the infrastructure to deliver on your great ideas their first 30 days in business. But what are the three or four things that absolutely this is what you got to do if you're going to be smart and you're going to move in the right direction?
2: So there's a million different social media sites out there. Don't try to hit them all. Okay. All right. Pick one, two, three three at the most. Is that industry
1: specific? What they're doing is that, is Instagram better for some and Facebook better for others?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Instagram, Pinterest, those are very visual mediums. Um, So you can, if you're something selling lifestyle, anything dealing with lifestyle products, those are wonderful places to go. Cause what you're doing is you're So planting like Chris's ideas. sweater vest. <laughs> that's Absolutely. Instagram worthy fashion. Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, but you're planting ideas in people's minds about what is something that I could use or I can need. I like Ooh. that idea. And so you, you put things out there and that's a great place. But so you pick a couple and just be consistent. You don't have to be there all the time. You don't have to post a million times. Uh, If you're going to post once or twice a week, that's fine. Just be consistent while you're getting started. Create those habits for you and your audience. Okay. Um, So there's one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Be very consistent with how you get your information out about your business. So if you have something, if you say something on your website, make sure you say it the same way on social media. Say it the same way on other uh, mediums.
1: Have a consistent message across the board. Absolutely. Absolutely. Strong. Uh, Last question. Super quick, Matt, because our show's ending. What's the next big thing coming down the pipeline for online presence?
2: AI, artificial intelligence. Right now, there are sites out there that are using artificial intelligence to build and design websites dynamically, like literally based on the habits of the people that come on there. They're going, hey, people are spending more time engaging with this part of the site, so I'm going to move it up here to the top. I love it. We're going to see that. We're going to see it on websites. We're going to see it in social media and instant messaging systems that are uh, taking over you know, service calls, things like that.
1: Hey, Matt, real quick, um, for the folks that are really enjoying this interview, that they learned so much from you, how do they get a hold of you? What's the website? What's the contact information?
2: So I can be reached at uh, msdigitalsolutions.com, spelled out exactly the way it sounds. Okay. And my email is matt at
1: com. Guys, make sure you visit MSDigitalSolutions.com. Guys, you just enjoyed the very wonderful Matt Swanson. We're so grateful that you tuned in. We hope this episode was another valuable solution from the huddle. Hey, guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, we just ask that you come back every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. right here on ESPN Charlotte The Game 7.30. If you want to listen to the show on demand, be sure to check out ESPNCharlotte.net or team-csg.com, where we podcast the show so that you can listen to it on demand. Thanks again for your support. We hope you
0: come back. The preceding commercial program was sponsored and paid for by the hosts of this program, Charlotte, North Carolina, which is solely responsible for its content.